Sergeant and Mrs. Smith, you are going to love this house. Is that a tub in the kitchen? There's no field manual for finding the right home. But when you do, USAA Homeowners Insurance can help protect it the right way. Restrictions apply. Coming up on episode 23 of Zero Doinks. Oh, thank God there's only one game left of this miserable 2019 season. We will take a look at Sunday night's catastrophe at home against the Chiefs. Bill was there. He'll give a little inside scoop. We'll take a look at the final game against the hated Vikings as the Bears try to finish at 500. We'll probably take a little bit of a peek to the 2020 offseason and look at the playoff picture, among other things. Big Ten Minute, we got some bowl games coming up. Let's talk about it. Come on, join us in the trust tree. Let's all embrace. We love you. Thanks for listening. Merry Christmas. Happy almost New Year. Zerdax. Zero. Zero Dykes, episode 23. Merry Christmas to Merry all of Christmas. our loyal listeners. Oh, hi, Dan. How hey. are you? You look great. Oh, I hope your Christmas was fantastic. My Christmas was great. Thanks so much for asking. I'm currently sitting in a 2017 Honda Odyssey in a Menards parking lot just off of North Avenue somewhere in the western suburbs. So if you hear some cars flying by, some honking horns, maybe a crash or two, don't worry, it's not me. And I may also be on the move at some point during this. So this might be the first mobile podcast we've ever done. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if that I think up. you're right. Um, yeah, but yeah. You're, you're the second one in a vehicle. Uh, but this, my vehicle never left the parking lot at the Naperville Hotel, whatever the hell that was. Uh, this is amazing. You look great. I've seen you in a car Thanks. before, but never from this angle. So oh, you, oh, look, whoa, whoa, whoa. you look amazing. Uh, uh, good. Well, we're nobody. That how you will. Yeah. Yeah. How was your Christmas? Good. You know what? It was great. It was absolutely great. Santa came. He was very generous to my children. It was just, it was, it was wonderful. Lots of family time, a lot of drinking. I'll be honest. Yes. Things got a little bit weird as they always do in the Bill Doig's household around Christmas time. Good. Good to hear it. I'm not, I'm not shocked at all. Christmas was good at my house. Lots of presents. A lot of yelling, a lot of shouting, a lot of drinking, a lot of eating. I still feel nauseous from all of the eating I've done, but no one wants to hear about that. We want to hear about Bears, Chiefs, which feels like it was about two and a half weeks ago at this point. Uh, It was pretty gross overall, but you were at the game with Phil Sr. Give us a rundown of how the day was specifically. How was the tailgate? What was the mood? How was the beggar's pizza? Where was the barrel? Happy holidays. Give it to us, Bill. Thank you, Dan. Uh, Yes, uh, Phil Senior and I closed out the home slate uh, when you and I did the ticket lottery, if you will, for the eight games. We did a bit of a draft and. And man, I thought that Chiefs Bears game was going to have a lot of import in in Same. Week 16, and uh, it didn't. It didn't. The game did not get flexed. We thought that would happen, uh, so that was a bit of a disappointment. Um, Phil Senior and I, we decided to actually drive for the first time uh, this year. 
We parked in a, a place that I thought was like 0.3 miles away from the stadium. It wasn't. It was over a mile. Whoops. Whoop. I, not a big maps guy. <laughs> um, and we made our way to the stadium uh, right as the United uh, Club was opening. So we tailgated in the United Club for the first time. Like cool. we got there, you know, two hours to go, whatever. Uh, Beasel's favorite, Mike Tomzak, was allegedly signing autographs in the United Club, but I didn't see him. Not sure I'd recognize him. I'm going to guess he's 400 pounds by now. Yeah, hopefully. Just a hopefully. Guess. I just thought behalf of Beasel, <laughs> hopefully he's fat as shit and and his arm fell off because he couldn't throw a football. I don't know. I don't know what that means. Eh, but fuck you, say. Mike Tomzak. That was on behalf of Beasel. That was my Christmas gift to her. Nice. I love it. Um, the crowd was good. Like it was jam packed. There was a lot of people waiting to get into the United club. There were uh, a lot of chiefs fans, I'd say mm, 20%. So that, that seems like a lot for a visiting team, especially non Packers, uh, fans. Um, it was, the mood was, it wasn't bad, but it wasn't good. It was, it was meh, right? It was yeah. like people were there to have a good time for, for the holidays, get their drink on, get their eat on. Uh, we saddled up at a bar. We made ourselves at home at one of the edges of one of the bars. And there was, there was a guy, there was like a family that was apparently getting a lot of free drinks from this bar. It was weird. Ooh. I didn't know what was going on. Yeah. It seemed illegal. Uh, but I didn't, I, I am not a snitch. So, you know, that thing just kind of, I was trying to pretend like I was in their family. So I get some free beers. Um, so that was kind of weird. Uh, the, we got Devin Hester bobbleheads. So we're there so early. So Devin was there. Yeah. Yeah. Might've already happened. And, uh, it was, and then there were these white towels waiting us in our cup holders and we got to our seats and, um, the guy to the left of Phil Senior, there were two guys. They're they probably mid 60s, I would say. Very confused. Probably their first sporting event ever. Maybe this is the first time they've left their house in years. They were so excited to get these white towels. They were looking at them like they were pumped. And Phil Senior looks at one of them and says, Pretty special, huh? <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> And they were like, yeah, this is real special. And Phil Cena and I had a bit of a chuckle at that because we thought, yeah, not special. These things are like napkins with some bad ink on them. And, you know, the Bears are seven and seven going into the game. Who gives a rat's ass? Uh, so the guy to my right was came with a Chiefs fan. He was a Bears fan. This other guy completely wasted. He went down to the bathroom at some point, came back, stared at the row for like, I would say like a good 60 seconds, like trying to figure out if that was his row. But the look on his face was like just pure stupidity. It was hilarious. My dad and I were, were uh, unimpressed by him. Uh, yeah, game was what it was. It absolutely sucked. Uh, the It was a final game for that PA announcer, and he was trying to get the crowd hot. Uh, he kept saying, wave your towels and make noise. And I thought, are we supposed to like, wave these napkins and yell at the same time. Like I can't use both my hands. If I've got a napkin in the hand, I was so confused. And I, you know, I have a problem with the, with yeah, the, we ready, ready. Yeah. and all that crap. Uh, so I was, you know, I was just sitting on my hands basically. Uh, Devin Hester was there in the flesh trying to get the crowd pumped before the game. And I both, both Phil Cena and I said, Hey, can we just slap some pads and a helmet on him and see if he's got one more return in him? He didn't do it. Um, and yeah, the, the game just, it sucked. It was, it was 
stupid. It was boring. It was an it was a, a, a unfriendly reminder for all Bears fans as to what could have been. Mahomes played great. Well, I mean, for his standards, he didn't play great, but he was still easily the best quarterback on the field. That goes way without saying. And uh, the Chiefs are amazing. Like it, it was fun watching their offense. They, for all the criticism that that some offensives get, which I think is stupid, where it's like a dig on the quarterback if if their wide wideouts and tight ends are schemed open. You know, I hate that. I hate, yeah. When I hear that phrase, I think it's just so stupid because the Chiefs they scheme guys open all the fucking. It was amazing. There was nobody around. Yeah. Like like Kelsey or Hill, like it's just the, the the they're incredible route runners. They're obviously great plays, and Mahomes delivers the ball wherever he wants, whenever he wants. It's like it's the perfect offense. It's everything that that we would want the Bears to be and is not. So it was it was depressing, but we've already kind of reached that conclusion. So it wasn't like it was a surprise. Uh, how was it watching on on the boob tube, Dan? Yeah, there definitely was, as expected, a lot of. Uh... Oh, Mahomes and Mitch comparisons. And like, that was definitely beaten into us, but it, it could have been way worse, but I had a harder time watch. Like I, it was harder for me to watch Mahomes just pick us apart than I thought it would. Like I was never really on that. Obviously we've mentioned it many times. We were pro Watson guys over Mahomes even, but God damn, that was hard to watch. And Mahomes just looked like he was having fun out there. And it's, I, I feel like, I feel like they're the team that's going to be in the Super Bowl. Like, I know the Ravens are fun, but I feel like the Chiefs still don't get enough credit with Mahomes being hurt. I mean, how many third downs did they convert against the Bears? I mean, that was, it's, you know, it didn't matter what it was, third and four, third and eight, third and 18. Like, they have a shot literally every single time. And you're right, they're scheming guys open exactly where they need to be. Where on the flip side, the Bears could be third and 18. And Mitch is either going to run out of bounds or they're just going to run the ball or he's going to throw a zero yard pass to the sideline to Cohen. It's just like night and day, these two teams, and it's really frustrating. Um, it was a boring game. I watched it really late. I, I had to get caught up on it, which was a great way to watch it because I could zip right through it. And it was one of those like I made it through in probably like 45 minutes and I was just like, eh, all right, that's about that's about what I expected. I mean, they looked awful. That was the worst. That's the worst beating we've gotten since um, Nagy's been around, right? I mean, the Saints game was pretty bad this year, but this was a game we felt like we were never, we were never alive in it. So I don't know. I don't know what else to talk about. They suck. They've given up, and it is what it is. Yeah, it's it's. It was hard to watch that game and think that that they were really that into it. Uh, like you said, they weren't. They were never really in it. Getting the ball first and crossing the 50 but not doing anything with it like they never looked right I would never have been nervous if I was Andy Reid I would have been starving if I were Andy Reid no. because he is a <laughs> he is he's a big man but um <laughs> I you're right that is the the first if not maybe second time they've been run out of the building uh in both this year like you said yeah one of Nagy's claims to fame was we we never you know we never he doesn't say it but the media says it for him he never they never lose by like more than seven or whatever. And uh, that's a thing of the past, unfortunately. So um, yeah, it's, it, it sucked. It, it sucks seeing like the total difference in 
in quality of skill position players because going into this year we felt like we were very competitive a super bowl contender and all that stuff but when you watch like hill and kelsey like we don't have anybody like either of those guys not that many teams do but but we don't like that's all we care about and it's right it's that's rough it's rough sand just like it's bad you know what we don't have right i mean that's just that blows right. and you're right it's the chiefs if the chiefs defense keeps playing like they have the past the, the last half of the year there's no reason that they couldn't beat baltimore or the patriots again whatever right so yeah they're uh if they are underrated going to the playoffs that's that's a that's a bad move by afc opponents uh, the chiefs are pretty awesome spoiler yeah, alert I, the chiefs are awesome <laughs> oh big shocker there um yeah, that defense is awesome. I don't know. Bears Bears are dead. That was uh I don't know. I'm, I'm glad to hear the mood was generally calm. One thing I liked leading up to the game, I was kind of following the pregame stuff on Twitter. I think it was Rich Campbell was taking pictures of all the Mahomes jerseys in the stadium and it seemed like there were thousands of them. But my favorite is he spotted a few uh a few guys with Bears Mahomes jerseys. Did you see any of those in person? <laughs> I couldn't I, I get didn't, enough of I it. didn't. I wish. It, yeah, I know. I saw I saw it on Twitter after the game, too. I did not see any in person. That's hilarious. Uh, yeah, great, great idea, Bears fans. Great job. What's the thought process there? I mean, where, did they buy those before the draft? Like, nobody was that far into Mahomes. And if not, right. did you buy them after the draft? And why in the hell would you do that? I, I have a lot. It's I had a hilarious. lot of questions, yeah. and it it killed me. And there was another good thing on Twitter that I saw. Um, it was of some Bears blogger. I didn't take down who it is because I've apparently checked out as well, like Kyle Fuller. It was a picture of Mahomes throwing a sidearm pass, and it was a tweet from a Bears blogger like over the summer. And he was like, the caption was, "I'd like to see you try to do this at Soldier Field in in December," and and someone literally like sent him a screenshot of Mahomes doing it on the one play. Did you see through its sidearm? Yes. And did you do you know the tweet I'm talking about? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. Yeah, it's pretty great. much like even I have to laugh at this, but it's like we're we as Bears fans, the Bears team, we're all just getting fucking owned this year. We got Gruden making fun of Club Dub in London. We got this asshole just getting called out. People who who's he who remembered that? Someone like bookmark that yeah. like i'm gonna shove it in this guy's face in like six months and god damn it paid off i enjoyed it it was great it was absolutely great yeah and then you got mahomes you know counting his fingers oh, after a touchdown pass to taunt it's like come on mahomes just leave us alone <laughs> we're already <laughs> dead Stop yeah it. and yeah and you know what you wouldn't want to be here anyway you wouldn't be patrick mahomes <laughs> no. if you were on the bears like i'm sorry you just wouldn't be you would not so be. you know count your lucky stars bro and leave us alone oh god well do we need to talk anymore about the chief no game okay i'd rather not that's not all right (laughs) god damn it well i'm glad you had i'm glad you had a good time Uh, that's that's all that counts we did we had a great time it's been an awesome year going to multiple games uh too bad you know, Phil Cena and I are one and two at Soldier Field. I'm one and three overall. So I am a curse, but you know what? The Bears blow. So we'll see you next segment. We will look ahead at the final game of this horrible season against the Vikings. Zerdikes. Bears.
Welcome back to episode 23 of Zero Doinks. Follow us at Zero Doinks on Instagram and Twitter. We love hearing from you, especially during the holidays. Things can be a little lonely, especially as Bears fans. Dan, this week, thankfully, is the final week of the NFL season, regular season. Bears 7-8 and eight visiting the locked-in number 6 seed in the NFC, Minnesota Vikings. What say you about this big matchup? Yeah, thank God. We're almost there. We're almost to the goddamn finish line here. So Bears, uh, well, I don't have any coach research because I did it before. Go back and listen to the fucking episode 10. I don't know. I'm just guessing. <laughs> yeah, 10, guessing. 11. Sure. Uh, there's like a bunch of coaches' sons on the staff, if I remember right. Kubiaks, there's a few Kubiaks and... Oh, God damn it. I'm blanking on the one-eyed head coach right now. Oh, oh uh, Zimmer. Zimmer, like God Zimmer. damn it. Yes. Former <laughs> ISU grad. Uh, okay. So the the line, the Bears-Vikings line opened up before the they played the Packers when they actually were playing for something. Do you know what it opened up at? You want to guess? Mm, I'm going to guess it opened at Vikings minus six and a half. You almost hit it right on the head. Minus seven uh, opened up. Then the game happened, and I checked it a little bit after the Monday night game, and it went all the way down to a pick hmm. And now it's uh, Bears plus one. I don't know what the records are because, like I said, I'm sitting in a Menards parking lot right now, but uh, we get back to you on that. I'm I'm just going to go ahead and say I'm not taking the Bears in any fucking way, shape, or form right now. They've absolutely quit on the Nagy. Uh, I don't even – I mean, is everyone playing this week uh, of, like, the normal starters? According to Nagy, yes, but Eddie Goldman's out with a concussion. I, I don't think they've announced him out, but he didn't practice today. Okay. And I, so I think it's, you know, the usual Bobby Massey, Turbo, Gabriel, and whoever else oh, okay. are, are not playing. But, yeah, I think – like the rest of the starters apparently are, because I guess why not? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I guess are the Vikings not playing anybody either? I, I didn't yeah, see. Yeah, they're locked because because they can't move in either direction yeah. in the seating. Okay. I don't I don't think so, but I don't know if they've announced it. I guess what's the difference between Kirk Cousins and whoever his backup is, though, would be my question. Yeah, yeah. I guess if you're watching this game intently or have money on it, you need help. Uh, well, I guess, of, of course, we'll be watching because we're degenerates. <laughs> uh, I'm just going to go ahead and take, you know, what? fuck it. It's the last game. I'll take the Bears plus one. Yes. Why not? Why the yes. hell not? I, what I want to see it. out of this game is I want to see Mitch just throw downfield every play. I don't even want to see the. I don't want to see Nagy hold up the stupid card in front of his face. BU. I just want everyone to just run fly routes and him just to throw it deep every time. Let's get weird. Let's have a little fun. Let's, I don't know. If you get hurt, so be it. Who gives a shit? You got plenty of time to rest, but I'm taking Bears plus one. Who gives a fuck? What says you, Bill? I love it. I am I am doubling down on that plus one. Yeah, nice. why? Like, I, I was expecting the Chiefs game to be that kind of fuck it, let's just throw deep game. That's what yep. was most disappointing. It's like, you got nothing to lose. Why, why, are you, why are you guys looking like you're tight? Let's just throw the damn ball down the field. We've been calling for it since the Eagles game, damn it. So, yes. Bears plus one. I 
what I want to see most is just a cheap win against the Vikings because I hate them and I, yep. don't, I don't want them to ever beat us again. So yeah, we do own them. We own them lately. So it's not unlikely that we win in a, a terrible, just a terrible game. What? Okay. So game ends on Sunday at three, three thirty. What, what would you like to happen immediately after the game in terms of changes? Cause someone, someone's got to go, right? Who is it? When does it happen? Well, I, I'm still disappointed that QB coach Dave Ragone is on the staff. So I want to see his ass immediately fired after the game because he's the only holdover from the uh, the John Fox era. And obviously he doesn't help the quarterback room at all. So fuck that guy. I want to see Mark Helfrich gone, offensive coordinator. Get the hell out of here. I don't what do you do exactly here, you dumbass? Yep. You you <laughs> Oregon duck. Get go back to college, you pile of garbage just get get off my bears staff and then i want to see and you mentioned this earlier i think brad childress get out of here too get your get kid out of here. here all the childress is gone i want to i want to see ideally just in the off season in general and i know this is completely unrealistic but i would love an actual offensive coordinator that's going to call the plays and let nagy yep. like be a CEO. That's not going to happen because Nagy would have to admit defeat basically. And he seems like yeah. a real stubborn bastard, but that, that to me, that is on my bears wish list for a, a functioning offense. However, it's going to happen. And I think it's to have a real offensive coordinator. What's say you buddy, what do you want to see at three 30 and in general, what's, what's on your bears? Yeah. 2019, 2020 wish list, if you will. You hit it right on the head. I think pace uh, needs to come out and tell Nagy he can't call plays anymore. He's got to be focused on all the other bullshit that he's terrible at as well. Uh, I feel like the first person that could go, Childress is a good one. I, I didn't think about him. Just get him out of there. Who gives a shit? Does he even get paid? Maybe he's just hanging around. And... <laughs> I know Matt Nagy. We used to be on <laughs> one of the staffs together. I'm not sure. <laughs> right, right. Um, I think Harry Hestead's not got to go. Oh, I mean, I've never seen you. I'm. I've never seen a core group of guys get that progressively worse with, without major injuries. I mean, outside of Kyle Long, Harry Heastead's got to go. I mean, I know he's supposed to be some guru. He definitely is not because they shuffle things around with uh, Daniels and Whitehair and Jesus Christ, that was a shit show. And you know that those decisions are coming from him, right? At least those recommendations. So I think he's got to go. Yeah, uh, Helfrich, the duck. The only room we got in our lives is Clifton Duck, who gave some zero doinks love on Twitter yesterday. So thank you, Clifton. We need you back, baby. I I think that's those are the biggest things. The worst thing that could happen this offseason is for nothing to happen. For them to just run it back with the same coaches and the same bullshit, which I'm afraid may happen, that's, <laughs> that's going to be bad. So... I don't what yeah. do you what do we do what do we do with Mitch? What are your thoughts on Mitch? Well, I mean, you know, it's it's his fourth year. They don't have to they don't have to commit to a to the fifth year option until the end of May, right? So, yeah. don't make that decision until the very last second and ideally don't activate that or how whatever you say, don't don't have that fifth year option where you're locked right. in for 25 mil fifth year. He's going to come back next year. I'm just resigned yeah. to that. But but do not. I I agree. One of my fears is 
is Pace says, you know what, this is my boy. I got to see it through. No competition, right? Let's let's re-sign Chase Daniel for a year. You know, uh, that would that would no suck. Way. Yeah. Let's get some. Let's get let's get a, a quality arm in that in that fucking quarterback room, and let's have a real competition. I think that'd be awesome. I don't know. The problem is though, those are just generic thoughts. I don't know who that person would be that would that you could not have to pay a ton of money, like a Teddy Bridgewater, right? It's like you you have to commit a ton to Bridgewater. And at that point you might as well just say, you know, Mitch, you're, you're going to be the backup next year, which I guess you could do. I just don't see it happening. What about, what about you? What, what is your ideal sitch for the quarterback room? I've, I mean, obviously Mitch isn't the guy, but I, I go back and forth. Like I don't, we can't get rid of Mitch. That would be stupid. We're not paying him much. So he probably should be a backup at worst. I'm I'm thinking like I don't know that I necessarily want to pay a veteran that just keeps getting dumped from other teams. I feel like wherever we land in the second round, we need to draft a quarterback first, and that's that's the competition. You and Mitch, whoever it is, is it Jalen Hurts? I don't I don't know enough to know who's who's going to be there and who's not. But if Pace, you know, he said at one point you need to draft a quarterback every year. This is the time to admit like. Hey, we need some competition in here. At worst, we have two second round picks. I hope the other one's for a goddamn tight end. Uh, but I think it makes sense to draft a guy as high as we can and don't get cute pace. Don't give like 10 picks away to get up in the first round, late first round to draft a guy. Don't do that, you asshole. Just stay where you're at and get the best quarterback you can in that spot. Because if it doesn't work out, it's... <laughs> So be it. I mean, at least it could create some competition if that pisses um, Mitch off. So so be it. Is that going to light a spark in his ass? Spark light a spark in his ass. Is that? I don't think that's right. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Just getting up in there. Just absolutely. Just, to, just rubbing sticks together until you get a spark in your ass. I so that's what I th- I think the Bears need to draft a quarterback as high as they possibly can and say, hey, you might be the guy at this point. You got to fight for the job. What What's the harm in that? I yeah, mean, if one I guy gets off then get the fuck out of here. I mean, yes. And, and, yes. and, and like and, and are you off like we Nagy and Pace are both back, right? I feel they, pretty yeah, confident that that. I, yes. Yeah. Yes. I think, I think Nagy bought himself some time with a, with a great first year and pace bought himself some time with the Khalil Mack trade and, right. and, and, you know, Eddie Jackson, Jackson, who's Eddie Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> He's somebody that's going to light a spark in Mitch's ass. <laughs> it's great. This is <laughs> happy holidays. Um, so yes, those two are going to be back. Uh, but this, I mean, I think they're on notice. Everybody's on notice. I think that's a good thing. They should be anyway, right? between Mitch Pace and Nagy, they're all tied together in some way, but I do. I totally agree. I think that's an awesome call. One of those two second round picks draft a quarterback. There's no downside. The guy, if the guy sucks. Okay, great. It's just a second round draft pick that bombed like Adam Shaheen. If he's great, maybe you got your quarterback of the future. If Mitch somehow wakes up and plays well with the competition. Great. I mean, it's, that's perfect. That's that's Yes. Do it. Ryan Pace. Listen to Dan Doinks. He has a great idea that. Yep. Yep. There we go. We got it all figured out. 
fire some of these assholes on the offense. We don't know what they do. There's too many of them. Stop calling plays, Nagy. Draft a quarterback. Dan Doinks, Bears. Bears Super Bowl 2021. We'll be there. Um, all right, that's awesome. We will be diving much deeper into offseason plans uh, probably the next episode, which will be the final episode, we think, of season one of Zero Doinks. We're still figuring some stuff out. It's fine. And uh, go Bears against the Vikings, because why not? You got nothing to lose, literally. Oh, wait, real quick. Did you watch the Packers-Vikings game on Monday night? Nope. at all no you didn't okay nope. <laughs> it was that's fine <laughs> and on that note see you next segment Zernikes. i had all the ducks aligned the big 10 minutes Welcome back to Zero Doinks. I'm sitting in a Honda Odyssey and I'm currently on the move. <laughs> Zero Doinks is on the move. I'm on North Avenue right now and I'm passing a Wendy's. They got spicy nuggets. They're back. Okay. Uh, I think we want to do Big Ten Minute, eh? Oh, I'm, hey. I'm, I'm from Minnesota now, eh? Oh, yeah. Hey, we did <laughs> just put you put you in charge of a Honda Odyssey and you immediately go back north. Way to go, Dan. Incredible job. All right. Well, speaking of back north, the Gophers are rolling into Tampa Bay. They're going to row that giant ass boat in Buccaneer Stadium. Raymond James. I feel like it's a Raymond James Stadium. Uh, but PJ is yeah. going to be up there rowing his big oars on that big ass boat. Uh, which is New Year's Day. I don't know what time. I will probably be hungover. Gophers are getting seven points from the Auburn Tigers. Uh, so go after yourself, Todd. Thod. Uh, Gophers just lost their offensive coordinator this week. Karkarakia or something. He's going to Penn State. Did you see that? I saw it, and I, I noticed that, that Thod, uh, Thod made sure that all of the Minnesota people knew about it too on Twitter. Yes. So that was a nice touch. Yeah, that was weird. That was weird, Todd. You know, just enjoy your family over the holidays and leave me alone. Uh, but yeah, he's making it. I mean, that is that a lat? That's not a lateral move. It's Penn State, but he's going to OC yeah. from Minnesota to Penn State. That's a bigger job, right? I think so. Plus, I think he's probably pretty much into horseplay. I'm guessing yeah. oh, the big, good big shower guy, right? Big shower guy. Yeah, I saw those rumors. He's a huge Sandusky guy. Maybe a Epstein didn't kill himself guy as well, but good luck to Kakarakara. But I think people were speculating. I didn't see the final word whether he was coaching the Outback Bowl or not, but I saw like a weird video of someone. It was very Brad Bigsy. Uh, taking a picture, a video of uh, the players getting off a bus. They got into Tampa today and they're like, he's nowhere to be found. So Brad Biggs was somewhere in a corner, just absolutely pleasuring himself off that video. I'm sure. <laughs> so, uh, okay. So, <laughs> so Gophers are getting seven points outback bowl, big time for the Gophers, good recruitment tool for them. Gophers historically do uh, well on offense in bowl games, which is usually frustrating because it's like, oh, they can actually throw the ball. Well, this year they actually did it well. So I don't know if that means they're going to do the opposite this year, but I'm going to go ahead and take the Gophers plus seven, take the money line. They're winning this game. Fuck you, Thod. 
there there it is that's the doinks guarantee <laughs> i'm glad that's not oh oh just quick update for you i'm getting on the three i'm getting on a 355 right now heading south and just absolutely cut someone off and that, i don't know if you saw a bit of a, a nervous look in my eye i guess you can't really see my eyes you're, you're so this is incredible so we subscribe to a to a uh, service called squadcast that we see each other and and right now i'm looking at i'm looking at a profile of dan's face but it's so dark out i see every once in a while i see him when there's a street light and i see the glowing blue orb of his microphone it's amazing it's absolutely amazing i'm so confused this is this is the weirdest big 10 minute and i love it so much i am absolutely gonna hit something i'm so scared right now uh but we're gonna you know what it's 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 entertainment so it is all right all right bill let's let's have you talk for a bit so i don't hit someone uh illini red redbacks redbacks ball I don't remember. Is it? It's in the yes. uh, 49ers stadium, right? It is. They're uh, they're. I think they got there today. Maybe tomorrow. I, I believe they play Monday around okay. 3 p.m. kickoff oh, nice. uh, against Cal Berkeley. I believe you said they are also seven point seven. dogs, yeah. right? Okay, you got okay. it, baby. There you go. So stadium's pretty close to Cal's uh, campus, but uh, I don't. I have no stats on how well. The uh, the the what are the Berkeley Bears? Cal Bears? Cal Bears? Yes, yeah, that's Bears. Right. Yeah, I don't know how much they support their squad, uh, or if they care about any bowl games, much less the Red Box Bowl. But I think no matter what happens, even if it's eighty-five percent Cal fans in the crowd, Illini, they're ready. They've been trying to get in a bowl for five GD years. They're gonna win. Brandon Peters is back. His head is feeling good. No more concussions, Brandon. We need you next year, buddy. Um, <laughs> Illini, I would I would parlay a Gophers, Illini, money line in Vegas. You're going to win a lot of cash. That is the Doinks guarantee. Dan right now is still on 355. It looks like he is going 90 miles an hour based on the angle that I see. I don't know what's going on, but the Big Ten is going to be represented well by Lovey Smith and PJ Fleck. Row the boat. Go Illini too. What else you got? You want to talk Are about your life? Yeah, there? I'm still here. You want to talk about Illini hoops and what happened last week? Oh, God, what a disaster. Two years in a row, they've lost the border war against Conzo Martin and the Missouri Tigers. Not good. Not good. I was riding so high after the uh, Illinois win against the uh, top five Michigan, and then they absolutely did not show up against the Tigers. I'm depressed. That's uh, that sucks. It sucks. So Big Ten's about to restart. I think uh, Illinois plays some shit team, North Carolina A&T, and then I think they have to go to Michigan State. So they better wake up, and they better wake up fast. How's Gophers basketball after their win against the Bucks? do you know? I have no idea. Um, <laughs> what's worse, hearing someone say Illinois or Missouri? Oh, God. I'd rather the mistake of Illinois versus hearing Missouri. There's something, there's just something about, uh, I, I just, I know you hate St. Louis. I yep. hate Mizzou basketball. Really don't have no opinion on their football team. I don't give a shit. Uh, but I, I, 
I get ramped up for that game every year. I just, I hate them. I hate them and I hate losing to them. Ah, it, Missouri. Ah, God damn it. I, when I, when I see Mizzou too, I always think of their, their idiot fans who there was one person with M I Z and the other person was supposed to have Z O U, but the Z O U was turned upside down. So it read Ms. Nas in the crowd. <laughs> So that's that's awesome, Miznaz. So in my head, I call it Miznaz. Kind of like it's kind of like a a Mon Snow Coke Mons. sort of thing. That's what yeah. I thought of. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, yeah, anytime I hear Missouri, I just I immediately picture a banjo. Mm. Yeah, I don't know why. Gross. Yeah, Gross. Uh, no, Gophers basketball still not into it yet. So uh, I apologize for that. We got to row the boat a little bit more. Um, yeah. That's all I got for you. Big 10 minute. Haven't hit anything yet. See you in a segment. Bye, Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. What kind of question is that anyway? Why would you ask a question like that anyway? Zero doinks. Zero doinks. Zero doinks. Zero Doinks episode 23. Thank you for listening. We appreciate each and every one of you listeners. And I need to relook at what states we're missing, but we have almost hit all 50 states in the beautiful United States of America. Thank you, all of you. It's been it's been great, but we still have at least one more episode of season one. Don't you fret. Uh, Dan is still on 355 and he's looking great and he's still alive. I don't think he's hit anything. I'm a little disappointed that he can't pass <laughs> fast food restaurants anymore, though, because I wanted to know if the McNugget is back at McDonald's. That's it. Is it has it ever left? I don't know. I don't go to McDonald's. McRib sandwich is how back. you doing? That's right. That's it. That's the one. That's the one. Uh, what's what say you, buddy? One yeah, more game yeah, left. It's kind of yeah, depressing. Uh, yeah, I'm kind of ready. I'm I'm ready for it. I think just let's just end it. Be done with these bastards. This was a shit year. I hate I hate that all the people who said the Bears were going to regress this year were right. Fuck you guys. Stop it. Get out of my face. Although the tier. The tiered quarterback rankings actually probably ranked Mitch a wee bit too high <laughs> now that I think about it. But, yeah, I'm glad it's almost over. One more game. I will be uh, at my in-laws for the game. So um, that'll be fun. <laughs> That's all I got there. Uh, yeah, so let's wrap up here. Uh, a few random questions for you, Bill. What was uh, the favorite thing you got for Christmas this year, my buddy? Oh, so I got a shirt that I want to wear every day. This was this was from my kids slash Kristen Doinks. It is a shirt that says, uh, it's a great, big, beautiful tomorrow. It is a tribute to our favorite ride in Disney, the Carousel of Progress. It is Rover, and he looks, he, I, don't, I can't tell what age he is because he never ages, and then it's uh, it's the guy who I think is supposed to be Walt Disney. I'm not sure. And he's sitting on a chair uh, backwards, kind of like AC Slater style. And it's it's great. It's a great shirt. It smells bad. It smells cheaply made. But I'll wash it. It'll be great. It'll be great. What about you, Dan Doinks? What was what was your most treasured gift this year besides gotta, peace uh, on earth? I'll, I'll get there. Uh, what? Where did they find such a shirt? Mm, I mean, 
I'm sure I, I think Kristen showed them stuff online and they and like what what do you think dad would like? And they yeah. gravitated toward that one. They're right. They're right on the money. Did well it could have been racist yeah. t shirts.com actually, right? That's what it, it might have been that. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Um now are you expected to wear this shirt Donald Duck style before the intimate times with Kristen Doinks? Uh yes. Uh, <laughs> Donald Duck style. I like that. I I would expect it to be a, a mood changer in some direction or another. Yes. So yeah, we'll okay. we'll, we'll see how that plays out. I'll let you know. Good for you. Um. Yeah. So we got a, a new Keurig this year, the coffee maker mm-hmm. thing. So pretty excited about that. Nothing uh, super special like a T-shirt of your favorite Disney ride. But um, yeah, I'm gonna be very caffeinated, Bill. Oh, well, that's our, our listeners are thrilled to hear it because you are nothing if not super quiet on this podcast. So they're going to be pumped that you have a lot of energy right now. Quick update. All I see is a blue orb wandering, going up and down on Dan's side of the screen here. So I'm not sure Dan is in the car anymore or I don't know what's going on. I think he might be still alive, though. All right. I yep. I got an update yeah. for you. I'm currently okay. passing a family video. Uh, why are they trying to sell so many uh, CBD products now? And who the hell goes to family video anymore? Yeah, that is kind of weird that they're still alive and Blockbuster is long gone. Except I think there's one in Alaska, right? If yep. uh, if you're an, if you're an Alaska listener and you and you go to that and you go to that Blockbuster, slide into our DMs. We want more info because that is weird. It's like, do people even? Do people even make DVDs anymore? Like I I, I don't even know. I'll, I'm a streamer. I don't know. You're a streamer and a dreamer. Oh, um, yes. Yeah. What are your plans for New Year's, Bill? You know what? As of right now, I don't have any. Oh, well, that's not totally true. <laughs> I'm going over. I'm going over to one of my sister's places. Oh. What, am I, what am I? What am I? What am I talking about? That that reminded me of when uh, when when I think I asked you if you were what you were, what you were doing for Thanksgiving, and you said I'm local, and then you thought about it. Like, wait, no, I'm not. I'm not local. What am I talking about? So uh, yeah. so yes, I just had one of those moments. So yeah, uh, pretty chill. Uh, probably get home before midnight with the kids. We'll trick them. We'll we'll pretend as if it's midnight. And then uh, I'll probably fall asleep. But what about what about you? What's yeah, your, are, you are you hitting yeah. that town red hot? No, no, no. We're of the same sort of stages in our lives where New Year's is stay as close to home as possible. Uh, I was recently running through New Year's past with uh, a, a group of folks and just the terrible shit we used to do, like hotel parties in the city going to bars and it was like 50 bucks all you can drink but they have one bartender for 300 people and by far the worst one i ever went to was at the cubby bear and it was one of those like literally you just stood in a line all night waiting for drinks and you'd get them they were like super watered down cheap vodka drinks and you'd get two at a time and then you just get right back in the line because that's how long it would take you that was the worst by far i'm curious to know what what was like the worst did you do any of those stupid bar yeah. or hotel parties? Yep. And is there one yep. in particular that was that sticks out as the worst one? There's not. There's not necessarily one that sticks out. Um, well, well, there is one. I just can't remember what bar it was, but it was. I think it was like almost a hundred to get in, and they had food too. Yeah, I think it was like seventy five oh, or hundred. Yeah. Like, yeah, we got we got food. We got all the drinks you want and all that stuff. And 
there weren't like a ton of people actually, but there was, uh, it was bottom of the barrel liquor all night. You had to like pay extra for, for a higher quality. Yep. Uh, the food was disgusting and that's coming from somebody that eats nothing but processed food. And so that ought to tell you how <laughs> crappy this place was. It sucked. It was always, what a weird night. Like it's, it's amateur hour for people that never go out. And it was always weird when we lived in the city, it was like, people would make the trek from the suburbs to, to go to a bar in the city. Cause they thought it was a huge deal. So they were always kind of like the creepy older dudes that were, that were at these places. So if you were like, if you were single, it was an awkward night. Like as a dude, it was just, I, I total over it. Like that's gotta be the most overrated holiday quote. Unquote. 100%, 100%. Yeah. And it's a yeah. rite of passage. You got to make your way through all that bullshit when you're young yep. And you got to do it. And then eventually you end up like going to house parties and then you get married and have kids. And you're like, yeah, why are we leaving the house at all? And right. um, yeah, no, I, how about getting like a cat, like trying to get a cab oh, after God. that was the worst. Yes. And I, I have a story I tell all the time about uh, taking a cab, trying to find one, one new year's with Jordan Doinks. And we, it took us probably half an hour to find a cab. Like we're walking as far away from the bars as possible. We were someone in, somewhere in Lincoln park. And I was like, Jordan, we don't have any cash. Like don't tell the driver until he takes us home that we were paying by card. Cause you remember how shitty they used yes. to get about taking a yep. card. Like yep. they were, they were required to, to take a card at all times, but they could like kick you out if they knew you were paying by card before they started the ride. So I'm like, Jordan, we got it. We're good. Don't say a word about how we're paying. We finally hail a cab and we get in. And out of nowhere, Jordan just blurts out, we're paying my credit card. We don't have any cash. Like she just totally like had a glitch in her brain and just <laughs> shouted it out. That guy could not have kicked us out of the cab faster. Oh, and and then we had, to, we had to take a series of like buses home. And it was such a shit show. Jordan. She'll be mad to hear that because I tell that story all the time this time Aww. of year. But it was it was not hilarious at the time. But now is like it just kills me because for no reason at all, exactly what I told her not to say. Um, she just shouted it out and uh, he didn't take our credit card. And that's probably why uh, cabs and taxi services dying. So fuck you guys. You should have gotten yeah. on the Uber Exactly. Fuck you. So I just had a total flashback to my most memorable moment on New Year's Eve. It was related to a cab. We were in one of those, yeah, god awful. You're trying to hail something. It was myself, my girlfriend at the time, and one of her girlfriends. And uh, we slid into a cab, and some guy thought it was going to be his cab. And my girlfriend at the time talked shit to that guy and like said, no, it's our cab, like get, you know, fuck you sort of thing. So I'm like, oh, great. And so, you know, I slammed the door and, and I just tell the cabbie, you know, go because this guy was getting pissed. I'm like, just fucking hit it. Let's go. The guy from the street opens the door and pulls me out of the cab and beats the fuck out of me. What? That yes, absolutely. Oh my God, I've never heard this story. Of me. Yes, I totally forgot about it till right now. This is like, 2003 maybe yeah 2003 i'm guessing living in the city and and I, I i don't remember what happened to that dude i just remember like stumbling up and he didn't jump into the cab like i i went back in the cab and i was bleeding from every Jesus orifice Christ, on my face man. and i i was like 
I'm like, uh, fuck you, cabbie. I think I was so mad at the cabbie, like for not oh anticipating what was going on. And I, I hid for a few days because I was a bit swollen in the face area. It was oh so weird. God. I'm like, yeah, that was, that was pretty miserable. That Holy was, cow. That was, I did not yeah, know that, that story. I'm sorry. I, yeah. Well, I so hope that, that was, that was great. Well, I hope that guy's fucking dead. Fuck you, asshole. Don't yeah, you dare do you. that to Bill Joinks. If I ever That's see true. you, I'm going to punch your face to the fucking moon, you dick bag. Yeah, it was it was pretty I'm cheap sorry. because you know, no, it was uh, I was I was pissed at everybody including myself. I'm like I'm on the ground. I I I wasn't even standing. This guy's just throwing punches at me. I'm like oh, I had man. nothing to do with this. I couldn't even defend myself and then he bailed and it was uh that was a weird moment. So maybe that's why I hate New Year's Eve so much, okay, and it blocked well, out of my mind until that moment. You triggered me with the taxi cab. I've been triggered. Uh, oh, man, I feel bad. I'm sorry, Bill. Oh, it's well, fine. It's all good. Well, did you, at any point after that, did you think, I need to start learning karate? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I should have kicked him right in the nuts. Obviously, my uh, fight or flight sense is really bad because I didn't either. <laughs> I just, I know what to do. It was terrible. It was Jesus it was, Christ. Was well, I'm sorry to hear that, Bill. Why don't we wrap up on that very positive note? Yeah, that's right. Happy New Year's. Uh, I think we may be back. I don't know. I don't know when we're recording our next one, but I it'll be uh, it'll be next week sometime. We'll figure it out. But in case it's after New Year's, we want to wish all of our listeners a very happy New Year's Eve and day. Be safe. Don't be like Bill Doinks in 2003. Oh, man, yes. Don't, yep, and don't record a podcast while driving because this is very dangerous. But happy new year, Doinks people. Happy new year to you, William Woinks. Thanks, buddy. I appreciate it. This has been another riveting episode, episode 23 of Zero Doinks. Thanks for listening. Follow us everywhere at Zero Doinks. We love you. Talk to you in 2020, probably. Well, definitely. We'll talk to you in 2020, but that's probably the next time you'll hear from us. See ya. Bye bye. Three quick questions for you, loyal Zero Doinks listener. Number one, do you like listening to our show? Number two, do you like to drink and eat? And number three, how would you like to combine the first two while supporting Dan and Bill Doinks? Well, first, before the next Zero Doinks episode comes out, consider using something other than your current podcast app. Give Stitcher a shot. Go to stitcher.com backslash premium and enter promo code DOINKS to get one month of free listening to many shows, including ours, plus premium shows such as The Fantasy Footballers. Secondly, since you just told me that you like to drink and eat, why not have someone deliver your favorite snacks and booze from a Chicagoland store such as Binnie's or Mariano's? With our partnership with Instacart, we can hook you up with 14 days of free delivery. Simply visit zerodoinks.com and click on the Instacart graphic located between our animated heads to start saving both money and time. Speaking of money, 
If you, our loyal listener, sign up with Stitcher and or Instacart, you will be not only improving your own life, but you'll also be ensuring that Dan and I can put some actual cash back into the production of Zero Doinks so the show can both continue to exist and thrive. Thank you, and we love you. Yeah.